Hello and welcome to Relationship Rescue, the podcast. Every relationship begins with you. Um, Today is going to be just super fabulous. But one of the things I want you to know is sometimes when you listen to my podcast, you might hear some, you know, people in the background, a dog or me shutting a door, letting the dog in or out, or even sometimes if my boys are home, you might hear something, the dog or riled. I'm a human being and I have a family um, and I just want to get my information that I have from, oh, Olive's knocking right now. There she is. Let me let her in. Come in, Olive. Say hi to the podcast group. Okay, so Olive is in. Um, So anyways, we, I live a beautiful life and I live a beautiful life with people that I love, um, which right now because my children are grown and gone, is my dog and my kids when they come. And that's, I think, the beauty of what I've learned through healing is nothing has to be perfect. Even a podcast with a noise in the background. It, I, can, I don't have to stop recording and get frustrated and then um, get angry at my dog. I don't have to get my blood pressure up. I don't have to be triggered by my sons that might have friends over um, and then stop and restart and get mad and yell at them and, and no. Because you know what, those things, those are the things that make me happy. And a lot, everything I do is about you finding happiness. So yeah, sometimes you might hear the door knocking or the whatever it is, but I want you to know that that's a beautiful thing to me because it doesn't trigger me. It doesn't get me upset. I just go with the flow and I want you to go with the flow. So today we're talking about breakups, marriages ending, and then what do you do about getting the one that you want, right? Really finding that one. And it's not easy. It's not easy. One, it's not easy getting through a breakup, especially if it was a trauma bond, especially if you were a wound mate. And it's not easy if you were cheated on, It's not easy if you were left. It's not easy if you had to make the choice to leave because you couldn't take the disrespect anymore and you finally said enough of it. None of it's easy. Um, And so what happens is it's not, when I say he, I want you to understand, when I, I'm a a heterosexual woman that I do not, do not believe all narcissists are men. I do not believe all unhealthy relationships are because of men. Obviously, I do not. So sometimes if I don't say he or I say she or I say, it means nothing. This, we are human beings. We all bleed, right? Blood. Um, so I'm not saying it's one person, it's other. It's either two unhealthy people, one unhealthy person, or two people that were pretty secure that came together and after 20 years they didn't nurture the relationship and um, it's falling apart. And it doesn't matter if it's a he or she. Right? So Olive wants to leave. Okay, Olive, we're going to let you out now. And goodbye. Um, so anyways, it's this is not, it's not easy. Okay? Whoever you are, you could be... Um, same-sex marriage, same-sex relationship. It's not about sexes. It's not about blaming one person. It's about getting through, getting over, healing, and finding the one that you desire, deserve, and dream of. So, you know, one of the things that I have to, I ask my clients is, um, 
in order to get to the one you desire, the one you deserve, you're going to have to give some things up. What is it? So what will you need to give up to find your way into the future to be with the one that you deserve and desire? What will you need to get up? Second question. What are you going to need to embrace um, and or cultivate to prepare yourself to receive the future you desire? And the third question is, well, what is your next step to create this fulfillment of your future? What do you have to do next? Those three questions are questions I ask my clients. And we go through it and we figure it out and, you know, and then we start some stuff. We start working through it, right? Um, but one of the things is, you see, we are conditioned to t make other people's behavior or lack of behavior about us and our value when it, that's not the case. It's not uh, about us. It, it really isn't about us. You know, um, you, it, it's about whatever they're doing or they're projecting or whatever it is, that's on them. That's about them. You have to remember who you are. So one of the other things that I have to make very clear to clients going through this is it's time to remember who you are. It's not about them. It's not about them um, punishing them. It's not about um, hating them or even blaming them. When you're dealing with a, an ex that's toxic, okay, um, you might be asking yourself, you know, how could this happen? I gave so much. I asked for so little. You know what? Why wasn't I enough? Why? Why was I not enough? And then you keep going, you know, thinking of everything you did. But hindsight becomes blinding because it's never, it's not grounded in reality. See, the reality is you hold the value here, not someone whose sense of worth comes from getting you to question your own. Okay? See, and when you keep um, letting, not, not owning your worth, not owning your value, um, it, it's basically... You then go back and think, but I gave this, but I gave that, but I did that. Well, what you actually do, did was give excuses, believed lies, and and you knew a lot of the things that were happening were wrong. You knew that most likely you were being manipulated, controlled, whatever it was um, that, that you know, only you know. I don't know your personal relationship. So don't um, keep blaming somebody that you kept staying in the relationship. And even if you're going to try to say, Heather, I didn't know, I didn't know, you most likely did. You had feelings and you were complacent. And it's not about saying, okay, it's about, but now it's time to own your, who you are, own your power. Okay. So, um, what a lot of the time, especially if you're dealing with a narcissist, so what, what they want, what they want from you are three things. They want your attention, your reaction, and they want your low self-esteem. And when you continuously keep going back to them, begging or even bringing up conversations or reacting to whatever it is they're doing, you are losing. It's not about winning, but you're losing yourself even more. Okay. So the three things you need to do as well is, is um, <laughs> I don't want you to go into, uh, you know, where... 
I don't want you to freak out, right? But you really need to maintain silence. You need to activate your indifference. And you need to remember who you are. Who you are. Those things. Remember who the hell you are. You are not a piece of garbage that deserves to be walked on. You are not somebody. And let's say it wasn't even they cheated on, they cheated or they whatever, but they were toxic in some way. Remember who you are. You know, see what happens is um, we get stuck in this time between where there's a hope for resuscitating the relationship for that person that you miss, for the man or the woman that you miss, the person that they were in the beginning. And then also accepting that that person no longer really has a pulse. It's it, that they were never there, right? So um, when somebody, and I've heard this many times, my clients will basically say it would be almost easier. It sounds terrible, but if they died, <laughs> and they don't mean that, they don't, but it's so, a death is excruciating, right? But, but you, you physically learn to live without them. But what happens now is, you know, when you're experiencing a breakup, a toxic breakup, you're basically um, experiencing something that is harder to get over in a way. It's not, I don't want to, I don't want to take away from people in death, but you're mourning the death of someone you thought you knew. And all of a sudden, they're actually not gone. And it seems as if they feel they're much better without you. You have no choice in any of it. And so you're having to accept that you feel they, you know, not validated, not loved, not seen, not heard while they're still walking this earth. And that's hard. It's hard. Um, so when you, any attempts that you make to, you know, like bring back the relationship, to resuscitate the relationship, um, it's going to, I unfortunately, drain you of your self-respect and it will actually strengthen those self-sabotaging limiting beliefs and and that what happens then well that turns you into a magnet for more relationships that are just as unfulfilling as the one you have so the triggers will try everything to justify it basically you acting on the desperation by getting you to believe that you know what there's hope there's hope there's hope there's hope right um but the problem is is that they, they can easily manipulate and play with you and play with your feelings and play with everything and how insecure and um dependent you are is going to um depend on how much you keep investing your um Investing your your self worth and your self low self loves low self esteem into this game, and then that will make you feel weaker and weaker and weaker, right? So I get it. It's super. It's not easy. So um, when you feel defeated, you feel like you can't see yourself living a happier, healthier life without them, and it's. It feels horrible, sad, you're devastated. I get it. I get it. So what we need to do is we need to basically rise above 
and we need to take realistic looks at was was and there's a lot of different things right so what never was was the man or woman you thought was there you what would never was was a mutual relationship what never was you never had an emotionally intelligent partner okay emotional intelligence is non-reactive it's you know it's rooted in awareness so when you're with somebody that's consistently dictated by their emotions then that means up down up down up down and toxic people are very smart okay and they're actually clever they and their one agenda is themselves so you, so that means that the ex is only capable of what self-serving transactionship not a relationship it's called transactionship so what what are you struggling against well you're struggling against your brain that's the problem okay you are struggling against the automatic um, signals you're getting for your brain for, with the anxiety you're struggling because your mind is not healthy enough to stop the, the what what is programmed into your brain and so how do you do that well you have to get grounded remember your power obviously heal some of the self-limiting beliefs and it sounds like oh okay Heather let's just that's just so easy it's not but then then you need to start reversing reversing the neural pathways you need to start reversing the signals you need to start taking your mind and becoming more aware of what the triggers are what your automatic negative thoughts are there's there's a lot of things that are involved in releasing the toxic transactionship and all can be done all can be done so you don't go back to this because if you don't release this properly you're most likely going to run to somebody that feels safe which is what a lot of people do they go back to what they knew or they find somebody new that's safe because they don't want to feel that again and safety isn't the answer that's not the answer because eventually safety you fight against the safety and you find somebody that sparks you and wherever and that's when the affairs happen right everybody that I know that through my work through everything else that I've read what happens is if you choose safety then eventually love addiction finds you again and then the affair then this then that safety is not the answer what's the answer is is healing and and getting centered within yourself finding the self-love and it doesn't mean you can't do that if while you're looking for somebody else absolutely right you can or even in a relationship you can do it but what can't happen is you in uh, involved in a transactionship where you are basically in flight fight or fight mode flee mode at all times then all i'm doing then anybody's doing is um trying to get you you know calmed down so what i will do with people that are in a um toxic relationship that come to me or you know and not quite ready to leave it and or you know they're really their brain is on fire constantly is i will help them keep the peace in the relationship by helping them heal 
And some people would not recommend that. But if it's that's the way through, it's the way through. And guess what? It's worked 100% of the time with my clients. So then once you can be centered, mindfulness, and, you know, reprogram, then guess what? Then you release the old to allow the new, to allow the one in. Because when you're fighting for the X, you're resisting the new. So when you're in resistance, how is the new healthy love going to come in? It's not. But when you're allowing it to come in through, you know, healing, through being centered, through mindfulness, through, you know, learning ways to rewire the brain, you know what, through ways of having the mind and the brain work together instead of against each other, it's basically the heart and the mind working as one, then the one comes in. Not until. Okay, we're going to continue this discussion, obviously, because it's so juicy and it's so good. And I'm so sorry if you're in pain right now. But the good news is um, I'm starting a program and it is going to be unbelievable. Now, here's the thing about it is um, it's going to start on September 4th. You click the link here that I provided to download the kind of it's like an application because this program is for people that have at least started healing in some ways. It's not for somebody that's never done any healing work. I can't have you in the program because it won't work. This is for people that have been on a healing journey of some kind. Um, just answer the questions and I'll put you on the waiting list. Um, and more details are following. Once you answer the questions and, and you know, um, you will you know, you will get information on um, where you're at on the waiting list, if I can get you in, all of those things. So click the link, fill it out, um, and it's basically 51 days to allowing the one you desire in. And there's so much more to it, more details to come, but it begins on September 4th. I'm taking applications for the program now. There is a waiting list going to be happening here very probably by the end of this week. Um, if you have any questions, let me know. And we are going to get back to my inner child. We're going to finish up. We're going to go back 10 to 18 in the, um, this week. I love you. I care. Thank you for tuning in. Bye-bye.